This is a Radio 1 91FM podcast. Kia ora koutou, ko hana ahou. I'm here to give you the lowdown on Dunedin Writers and Readers Festival, which kicked off on Thursday night. The event that kicked off was Na Kite Matoranga. It was a session about the book of the same name, co-edited by Jacinta Ruru, law professor here at the University of Otago. But they also joined this session with another book called Te Kai a Te Rangatira, which is about Māori leadership and perspectives on Māori leadership. Not only was this event there to celebrate these amazing works, uh, it was also the opening and public first public event of the Dunedin Writers and Readers Festival. And so Hannah Malloy, the festival director, opened the event. I'm the director of this festival and I've lived inside the pages of books since I was little. Fairy tales and mythologies from all corners of the world, under the oceans and the earth, into the sky and beyond. I was perhaps always going to find a path to curating a festival that centres the dreaming and imagination, the aspirations, struggles and stories of our communities through the written word. I invite you in to be part of this festival, to participate fully in our kopapa of delighting in the pleasure of reading just for its own sake. It's a privilege many can't access due to time or financial or social or generational constraints. And I take seriously our responsibility to find ways to open those doors for as many people as we can. It was a fantastic event. Um, Na Kete Mataranga was co-edited by our University of Otago Law faculty professor Jacinta Ruru and she had some amazing things to say about Māori experiences in the tertiary field and how we can go about starting to decolonise the tertiary space. I think it's a real awesome opportunity to be able to um, talk together um, about the importance of our mātauranga uh, for society and the recognising and valuing of that. We wish to find ways to celebrate our Māori academic scholars who are working in the colonial institutions of tertiary um, institutions to talk about their experiences um, of of studying, of researching, and how they were valued or not in the tertiary context. And so that really motivated us. Um, And so we had this honour of choosing uh, and working with 24 Māori scholars across the country. We kind of say it's the A to Z, so from anthropology to zoology and many different disciplines um, in amongst there, where Māori are succeeding in the tertiary context. Um, Māori are winning national awards, international awards, but many of those Māori academics are... um, feeling an overwhelming sense of hurt mostly in working in those tertiary institutions and that we need to do a lot more to find ways to recognise the strength of our Māori knowledge. The the tertiary institutions need to do a lot more to recognise um, who they who they have, these amazing Māori researchers that are part of their departments. We also heard from Wariri Tiapiata Renee Smith, Marcus Aku Hata Brown about their editing of the book Tekai e Te Rangatira um, about leadership in the Māori world and how leadership from a Māori perspective is very different from the Western ideal. Long story short, uh, connected to a national rangatahi kaupapa called Tuia and over the last decade now we've been trying to uh, explore the wisdom of our tūpuna, of our ancestors, and to understand 
uh, through their uh, practices and tikanga and kaua and karakia, tauparapara, waiata, etc. Uh, what is in that deep uh, knowledge base that we can draw from to help develop uh, young people? Um, to, uh, about four years ago, I think, um, we were in a car ride in Tihauwepu, in the back there, Kero Tihau, um, said that he had been exploring some writings by a guy called Terangi Kaheke, who in the 1850s wrote about what effective Māori leadership looked like. And then there were things like the seven attributes of an effective Māori leader was someone who could uh, cultivate kai, uh, they could resolve conflict, and uh, shout to the people and a few other things and we were you know, thinking, oh, you know, can we remodernise that in a contemporary context? Um, and then someone piped up and said, oh, those are, those are cool, but I wonder what someone like Tariana Tūdia might say about what effective Māori leadership looks like in this day and age. And then someone else said, yeah, true, I'm sure um, Derek Lardelli, artist from um, the East Coast, he'd, he'd have some amazing insights. And then the penny dropped and we thought, actually, why don't we interview a hundred <laughs> Māori? <laughs> just two to a hundred real quick. Um, and just to listen and understand and um, try and utilise that mātauranga to imbue and share with um, the, the younger generations. Overall, it was a fantastically moving event and it really opened my eyes to... Māori perspectives and Māori experiences, which I think is an absolutely paramount thing we need to understand more of, especially in the likes of radio production, books, publishing, the tertiary space, and anything that's being read and consumed by a large audience of people who live in Aotearoa. The next event I managed to wiggle my way into was uh, an event by Nalini Singh, an author of many a books, apparently. She's had like 30-something bestsellers on the New York Times bestseller list and all sorts of other renowned papers in the US but um, it was called Crossing Genres and it was about writing multiple genres as novels and uh, it was quite eye-opening about the writing process but what really kind of stood out was the fact that they started talking about packs and female alphas and I was just like thrown back to 2011 you know Wattpad stuff and I was just like a little bit you know sat at the end sat at the back just like oh my god this is Wattpad for adults it was a fantastic event Nalini was a lovely speaker she really um encouraged the audience to become their own writers and to set an example that writing is a is for everyone and everybody can do it and if you really truly want to be a writer you can um, here's her more on the writing process at Question Time. Um, when you're writing, are you in the zone? Are you like, no one talk to me? Or are you quite um, methodical in taking breaks? Or what does that look like for you? Um, I'm terrible at taking breaks. <laughs> so I really do like peace and quiet. and um, But I can produce that for myself. So I've literally written on the floor of an airport you know, sitting there with my laptop. And what I do is I put headphones in and I listen to rain. So I literally bought an album of rain sounds. I have different albums of rain sounds. <laughs> I have one that's crackling fire and rain. I really like that one. And then there's the cave cave rain sounds where the stalactites are dropping water. Wow. So they're beautiful. Um, but it acts like a kind of white noise to sort of get me into the writing zone. 
So it doesn't matter where I am, I can create the bubble I need to write. Um, and that's a really useful trick um, that allows me to travel and stuff. But um, at home, you know, I have my office and I do like working in that space. Um, and I work in it a lot because I work, I think working from home is having, which I think a lot of people would have learned this past year and a half, is you need a kind of division yeah. between your, your non-work life and your work life. And having that space is really good. And it's good for my creativity as well because I walk into that room and I'm like, I'm surrounded by my books, surrounded by my notes, you know, just it's nice. I've got artwork that relates to my work and yeah, it's just, it's good. Yeah. And what was COVID-19 lockdown like for a writer? It's quite funny, I was on deadline. Oh, right. <laughs> I basically don't leave my house anyway on deadline, so <laughs> it was exactly the same. <laughs> so two really good events um, that Dunedin Writer and Readers Festival has already put on. So how can you do more? There is plenty more events over the weekend so if you are feeling a little bit bored need to go need to express yourself creatively aren't reading enough books they definitely have things for you if you like paranormal romance if you like mystery if you like non-fiction about Māori experiences if you like poetry romance all sorts of things the need and readers and writers have something for you so there's plenty of events just check out dunedinwritersfestival.co.nz and you can be involved. Students' tickets are available. You can get the concession. They're very cheap, kind of like every arts festival that we have in Dunedin. They're there for the students because what we make up 20,000 of the population, so they have to cater for us. If you're interested in it, definitely check it out. Would 100% recommend on the basis of the events I have already attended. That's all from me. Thanks for listening to Radio 1 91 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.